it's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. We are coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who is not using a hurricane to advance his political agenda. Democrats, their allies in the media going all in on climate change with zero proof it has Anything to do with the storm about to hit Florida. This is total crap. Joy Reid even blaming it on Ron DeSantis relocating migrants to Martha's Vineyard. Joy Reid is a race-baiting loser. Really is, but it was nothing to do, uh, nothing anyway, on par with what happened over at CNN. CNN is the worst. It is a race to the bottom all over the media today. We will discuss it with Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody who is hunkering down for what, by all accounts, looks like a historic storm and not in a good way. Hurricane Ian uh, tracking at 155 miles an hour as we take the air. 270,000 Floridians are without power. It's a good day to be an adult on the radio. So we're calling in the big guns. Dr. Nicole Sapphire will be here. Mark Wayne Mullen, he's a superstar Senate candidate in the great state of Oklahoma, where I will be heading next week. If you're listening on KRMG in Tulsa, you can check me out Friday at the Cape Brewing Company, uh, that event from 4 to 6 p.m. next Friday in Tulsa. Saturday night, we're at the Chisholm Trail Expo Center. And, of course, you can get tickets for that stand-up show. It's a 7 p.m. show, Chisholm Trail Expo Center in Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, The ticket link, www.ticketstorm.com, if you want to join me there. Of course, if you want to join me here, the number 888-788-9910. Uh, and you know the rules are the same even on one of these days where, you know, the news gets a little bit heavier. You could be a Republican. It's still fine. You can be a Democrat. We're open to the free exchange of ideas. We just all we ask is that you don't be a that is it. And there is no shortage of those people as we take to the airwaves today. Uh, Joe Biden spoke about the incoming storm a few minutes ago. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did happen. Um, Biden preemptively took a shot at gas companies. Okay, it's political. It's a a slick strategic move. I told you this yesterday. Gas has gone up uh, five cents in the past week. And thankfully, according to the reports from AAA, as as devastating as this storm looks, and it really does look bad, you know, we're certainly thinking about you down there. If you're listening on WHBO in Florida, I have reached out to Brad and Bruce and everybody in between. Uh, But from a fuel standpoint, the storm is not on a trajectory to hit our refineries, so it shouldn't actually affect the price of gas. That being said, gas is trending up. And knowing that to be the case... Joe Biden took this morning's briefing as an excuse to lash out at gas companies and warn them against price gouging. Now, why is he doing that? Because gas is trending up anyway. So now he can turn around and say, well, it's nothing to do with me. This is just the price gouging from the storm. This is politics as usual. I want you to hear this because, again, everybody's my biggest frustration as a, as a talk show host. Like if I was an activist 
and I just wanted one political side to win and I, you know, shill and say anything to get my side ahead, I wouldn't mind that they do this because I understand why they're doing it. It is politics as usual. But the problem is right now you got 270,000 people without power. Okay, we're past the point of evacuating. They're now being told to shelter in place. Okay, we've got 155 mile an hour winds up to about 157, at which point it becomes a category five hurricane. We're facing a high likelihood that people are going to die. Okay, the fact that there are folks out there in the media and in the White House that are using this as an opportunity to advance their own political agenda and place the focus there instead of on, you know, some horrific carnage that we all should be doing our best to help with, stuff like that, it really is, it's just disgusting. It, it really is. There's no other way to say it. That's true. That is true. But here is Biden, okay? Because I want you to understand, no matter what happens with the price, uh, with the storm, gas is going to be higher next week, okay? We already know that to be the case. It's trending back upward. But here he is gaming, gaming the storm a little bit. So, you know, when the gas prices go up, he can say, hey, whoa, wasn't me. It really is. It's it's a hard thing to watch. It is. Don't you have any respect for yourself? No, he doesn't. Here it is. Clip four. If you forgive me, I want to add one more warning. That's warning to the oil and gas industry executives. Do not. Let me repeat. Do not. Do not use this as an excuse to raise gasoline prices or guise the American people. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Okay, seriously. This is the guy who ran on unity. People are hunkering down for a storm He's trying to start a fight with gas executives. Why is he trying to start a fight with gas executives? Because the price of gas is already going up. That is correct. Okay, so now what he's hoping to do is lay the groundwork to be able to blame next week's higher gas prices the week after that. Well, we had a hurricane down in Florida, and you know these gas executives. Come on, don't bullshit me. That's exactly what he's doing, okay? But nobody was BSing you more. Then just listen to this stuff. Here's Amy Klobuchar. Okay, again, last night, she's doing an interview. Okay, as Floridians are evacuating, as we're being told to brace for storm surges that will kill people. Okay, here's Amy Klobuchar with no proof whatsoever this is related to climate change. Flat out saying, this is why you got to vote Democrat. We'll stop the hurricanes. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. I mean, talk about living in the death of shame. Here it is, clip seven. I think so many times people counted us out, but we want to make clear we've got the backs of the American people. And while we have clear disagreements, we don't want, if the Republicans take charge, a number of them have been talking about an abortion ban. You guys know that. You featured on the show. That's why we've got to win this midterm. We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. We've got to win in the midterms. Shut up. Will you shut up? Do the hurricane in Florida and the midterms have anything to do with each other? The answer would be no. Not even a little. But what is she telling you? We got the American people back. That's why we got to win. We got this hurricane bearing down on Florida. Democrats, we can stop climate change. We're doing stuff on climate change. Such an idiot. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. Again, and I just want you guys to know this, okay? When people are in a position that their house might blow away, They might drown. I mean, something horrific. And we're talking about a potential Category 5 hurricane. They don't care about politics. They just don't. 
Okay, it's, it's the last thing on anybody's mind right now as lives are hanging in the balance, as homes are potentially lost, as people are trying to console and comfort horrified children as they themselves are also horrified. They really don't want to hear about your political agenda. I've told you this in the past. Okay, every guy listening who's been in a relationship with a woman has found himself to be that dirtbag who has one thing on his mind when she gets home from work. And she comes home from work and sends every signal known to man that this is not the moment for that thing you're thinking about. You know, how are you, honey? Oh, the worst. I broke a heel. My boss is a jerk. My stomach's killing me. I'm so exhausted. I got a headache. Have you seen the ibuprofen? And the guy's like, well, I know what you need. (laughs) You know, like. What the hell is wrong with you? That's what she's thinking. Okay, and that's where we are with the Democrats. Okay, as Floridians are evacuating their homes, they're losing power, they're fearing for their lives. Democrats are like, well, I know what you need. (laughs) You need to vote for us in the midterms. You need to embrace climate change. Again, do we have any proof that climate change has anything to do with this? The answer would be no. Let me give you this. The actual national hurricane director, the guy, the number one guy. Okay, he's the acting director. He's the tippy-top head honcho of hurricanes in this country. He goes on Don Lemon last night on CNN. Don Lemon aggressively trying to make this hurricane expert, the actual hurricane expert, say that this is related to climate change. Doesn't quite work out the way Don Lemon wanted it to. People aren't buying it, CNN, you dumb bastards. But you don't have to take my word for it. Listen to this clip. It's clip eight. That you said you want to talk about climate change, but what what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now? Because it seems these storms are intensifying. That's the question. Here. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event. Okay. On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse, uh, but uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Okay. Well, they, uh, listen, I grew up there, and these storms are intensifying. Something is causing them to in- intensify. That was embarrassing. I mean, really think about that. That's the head. <laughs> that's the head hurricane guy. <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, maybe storm, you know, maybe these storms may they may be, you know, hurt by climate change. We don't know that. We don't know that. This is the hurricane expert. We don't know that they may. We don't know that. We don't know that this is linked to climate change. And what does Don Lemon say? Well, I grew up there and something's intensifying these storms. This is the biggest schmuck I've ever met. <laughs> Do we even have any proof that these storms are intensifying? No. The way it works now, and I say this all the time, I care about people. I'm new to this. show's like two years old, okay? And I try to use the platform as a source of good. One of the ways I try to point that out is I will constantly highlight areas where politics care about themselves. You know, politicians, their allies in the media care about themselves when they should be caring about you and me. They're willing to remove the humanity from the situation in an attempt to advance their agenda. Always happens in the aftermath of a horrific shooting. Screw the NRA. The NRA didn't shoot anybody. Screw them anyway. You politicians got blood on your hands. Again, when people are suffering the after effects of a horrific shooting, they're not thinking about your politics. No differently here when the storm hasn't even hit yet. And I can tell you for a fact, there are about 3,000 people who have already written op-eds explaining how Ron DeSantis botched the storm. Storm hasn't really hit yet, but they wrote the op-eds a week ago, and they're just waiting for landfall so they can hit send. 
Scientists have a word for these people. They're called losers. Bingo. Okay, here's another round of losers trying to advance their political agenda. Lemon pushing climate change. Klobuchar pushing the midterms. Here comes Joy Reid rounding it out, saying DeSantis would have been up to the task, but he was too busy trolling people, and now his residents are fleeing just like those migrants. He busted Martha's Vineyard. Shut up, fool! She's such a dope. Here it is, clip nine. Florida prepares for a monster storm with landfall expected tomorrow. Governor Ron DeSantis is going to be put to the test, forced to actually do his job when he's used to spending most of his time hanging out on Fox News and owning the libs. Is he up to the task? Two million Floridians are on the move. Now, we don't know if they're leaving the state or where they're going to move to. It's a bit ironic now that you might have Floridians having to actually pour over the borders um, and go north uh, and get out of the state of Florida in the exact same crisis that we've been talking about on a trolling level in that state for a long time. And and be careful about attacking people who have to move to save their own lives and safety, because you never know when it's your people that have to move, when it's your people who have to migrate, when it's your people who have to get on that road um so just 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 a thought you're a loser just a thought okay there is no comparison between people breaking the law to get into our country and people fleeing a storm by orders of the government okay if you're following orders of the government to flee a storm for the safety of yourself and your family you're following government orders Okay, if you're actually breaking the laws of this country to enter, technically speaking, defying those orders, the one thing they both have in common, okay, is yes, DeSantis bust people up to to Martha's Vineyard to bring attention to a migrant crisis that is getting people killed in record numbers. This time around, we're trying to get people out of state to avoid people getting killed in record numbers. Both DeSantis efforts, okay, are rooted in saving lives. What is Joy Reid's efforts rooted in? Ratcheting up the political biolimeter and getting more people mad at Ron DeSantis. Okay, it's a really disgusting time to be alive. It just really is. Because the most self-righteous people are also the stupidest ones. The people who tell you, you know, we've got to be better than the other side. It's so divisive. It's now trashing Ron DeSantis for having to do. He's going to actually have to do his job. I'd say he's doing his job just fine. There are more people moving to Florida, technically speaking, than any other state in the country. You know, if a restaurant has a three-hour wait to get seated, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the chef's probably pretty good. I think he's got a point. And that's why they go in on character assassinations and everything else. Okay, there are people in media. Joy Reid's a good example. Okay, obviously Don Lemon's a jackass, just got demoted to morning television. Amy Klobuchar is eating salad with a fork. Okay, these are very (laughs) strange people. The people in charge of our culture are emotionally stunted and weird. And you got to keep that in mind when you see them see them doing something as stupid as attacking a leader, as attacking a political party with no proof, with no substance, at a time when you really should be shutting up and just rooting for humanity, rooting for the best possible outcome, the Democrats, the people who tell you they want the best in the world. No, we're the good guys. We want to bring America together. You know, I, I listen, I, I would take them serious. I would take them at their word, except I heard their word. And their word, as Lincoln Fela always likes to say, is not 
trustworthy. Democrats are so full of crap. Call and speak to Jimmy now. I'm trying to use the phone. 888-788-9910. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon trying to hold the country together on a crazy day. If you're down in Florida, we're certainly thinking about you. If there's anything anybody out there needs, uh, you can absolutely call us, 888-788-9910. We're going to be talking to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody. Uh, Dr. Nicole Sapphire will be here as well. And Mark Wayne Mullen, the GOP representative down in Oklahoma, now running for the Senate. Uh, politics everywhere on a day like today. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we had another senior moment at the White House. I'm not thrilled with this one. Biden's lost his marbles. Here's a really awkward moment. Biden is at the White House this morning at the hunger conference, and uh, he's thanking people that have helped with the work on hunger. And uh, the guy who told us a week ago, you know, I'm not too old to be president. The proof is in the pudding. Just watch my performance. Well, sadly, he starts calling out for Jackie Walorski, who is, of course, the representative who tragically died in a car accident back in August. Here's Biden looking for her in the crowd. Clip 22. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie. Are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. This man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup. And I want to be clear, man, it's that's a really rough one. When Jackie Walorski died tragically, the White House released a statement. The president acknowledged her death. Here he is in a crowded room asking if she's here, asking, uh, you know, all the people did fine work. Is Jackie here? Have you ever had a checkup? The guy's a mess. Okay, I don't take any joy in saying that. You know, if you're listening to the show for the first time because you were just changing the station and you're like, wow, this guy sounds nuts. I think I'll check it out. Who the hell put him on the air? This ought to be good. Well, if you're listening for the first time, I want you to understand when I point out that Biden seems to be in some type of state of cognitive decline, it's because I've lived with elder relatives who were and I see so many similarities. Believe me, I'm the furthest thing from a doctor. I know anything. I drank like a Dr. Pepper once. I listened to Dr. Dre when I was a kid, but that's about all I've got. That being said, you don't need a Ph.D. to look at the White House and know that we have a president that is clearly not all there. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon, 888-788-9910. Man, oh boy, oh man. One of the things you've heard a lot of people object to when it comes to the January 6th committee 
is they've characterized it as what? Hey, we all think January 6th was bad. We watched it in real time and we're like, hell no, you can't do that. If you're storming the Capitol, you're not a Republican, you're not a Democrat, you're a That's what it was. Okay, where the fork in the road ensued is when Democrats told us it was a, you know, deadly white supremacist insurgency. It was a coup attempt with no weapons to overthrow the most powerful military in the world. We didn't see it as such. And there went the fork in the road. The Democrats tried to retrofit this as the Klan in action and pin it and hold every single person who has ever pulled a voting lever for a Republican accountable for what happened on January 6th. He knows what he's talking about. Okay, and again, we don't want people storming the Capitol. We're against people storming the Capitol. If, in fact, you broke a federal law, we want you held accountable to the highest level of that law. Okay, that's not the objection over here on the right. The objection to the January 6th committee is that in the 246-year history of our country, This is the first time a committee didn't allow the minority party to appoint panelists or cross-examine witnesses. That's not right. What that means is the January 6th committee, in terms of a court case, it's very much being tried in the court of public opinion. It has a prosecution, but it's denying Republicans a defense. This is not okay. It very much reads like a kangaroo court. It very much looks like we're weaponizing, again, similar to what the FBI did down at Mar-a-Lago. Again, if you got classified information you're not supposed to have, fine, give it back. But we still don't know to this day why that was worthy of a SWAT-like raid on Mar-a-Lago knowing there had been previous subpoenas that were, you know, for the most part, complied with by Trump. Again, I'm not saying give the guy a free pass. I'm saying a lot of what the Democrats are doing doesn't pass the sniff test. Well, lo and behold, they have fought back against this narrative, saying, oh, Republicans just don't care about democracy. They want to ruin America. You can't question the legitimacy of an election. Come on, man. Just because we said 2016 was stolen for three years doesn't mean that matters. They said it it's treason we said it it was just democracy in action but the point is the big accusation against the january 6th committee has been what hey this is a show trial they hired an abc producer to craft this for tv to have a bigger impact heading into the midterms we also trashed them for sending the series into recess over the summer only to bring it back for the 28th. It was supposed to happen tonight in primetime. We were supposed to see another January 6th committee hearing just six weeks before the midterms in an attempt to make the midterms a referendum on the Capitol. They don't want to talk about inflation. They don't talk about the border. Come on, man. The price of gas is going back up. You think the Democrats want to talk about that? The answer would be no. They want to talk about January 6th. But what did they do today? What did they do? We heard the rumblings last night made official today. The January 6th hearing is canceled for tonight due to the storm coverage on TV. Oh, wow. Meaning what? It's not about having a trial. It's not about finding accountability. It's about putting in front of as many eyeballs as possible so they can wage this propaganda on people still deciding in the midterms. Okay, they flat out canceled the hearing. Not, not. hey, we're still going to have the hearing. We'll release our findings in the morning. No, no, no. The hearing is canceled. 
Justice can wait. This existential threat to our democracy can be put on the timeout step. This is where it's so hard to take anybody in Washington seriously. Okay, again, what have we been told? Now, these guys want to destroy the country. You don't understand. It's bad. I'll play you clips. MAGA Republicans. They want to destroy the country. Here it is. Here's Keisha Lance Bottoms on MSNBC, clip 34. What we see again with this MAGA Republican agenda is an effort to disrupt our democracy. So whether it be through November and beyond November, I think it will always be important to call out any effort there is to destroy, essentially destroy the United States of America. I mean, come on. This is exhausting. It really is. Ah, they're trying to destroy America. Okay. They're so hell-bent on destroying America. This January 6th hearing is so urgent that we're postponing it. That's how urgent it is. Hey, the house is on fire. We were going to call the fire department, but we'll postpone it. We'll get to it later. We got stuff to do. Come on, guys. What are we talking about here? It's insanity. Okay, here is Amy Klobuchar. This is my funny favorite thing in the world. Amy Klobuchar was on Morning Joe thanking MSNBC for being a check on the lies. Why'd she do that, Jim? Because she's an idiot. Here it is. Clip 36. First, I want to thank you guys for being the check on the lies, the check on the conspiracy. Um, And part of being a check is the job we have to do today. And that is take an 1877 law put in place during the Rutherford B. Hayes era and make sure that we have a democracy. I mean, come on, Amy Klobuchar. The democracy is going to be just fine. And if the democracy was really hanging in the balance right now, they wouldn't be postponing the hearing. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. But this is everything you need to know. In a tweet late last night, January 6th committee announced the postponement of Wednesday's hearing. They wrote, in light of Hurricane Ian bearing down on parts of Florida, we've decided to postpone tomorrow's proceedings. We're praying for the safety of all those on the storm's path. The select committee will soon announce a date for the postponed proceedings, meaning even closer to the midterms. That's what we're talking about here. Didn't want to have it on tonight because, well, you know. People are going to be watching storm coverage. They're not going to care about January 6th. But if the point of January 6th is to get justice, you don't need viewers. You just need justice. The justice is meted out. And guess what? Everybody hears all about it. But in this instance, there is no justice to meet out. The January 6th committee is a show trial. It's not sending anybody to jail. Okay, what it's trying to do is send people to the polls thinking Democrats are going to protect them from some type of straw man white supremacy. Democrats just call everyone racist so they go along with their stupid ideas. I mean, imagine, okay, if everyone's been saying since last year when they announced these hearings... Hey, there's a show trial. You're just trying to get ratings. You just want eyeballs so you can weaponize this narrative heading into the midterms. Come on. This is crap. And the Democrats are like, oh, hell no. This is a real thing. You got to watch. Democracy's standing in the balance. And then the minute they go up against a stiff challenge on TV, they're like, eh, it's canceled. And they drive away in their clown car. And they get back in and away they go. I mean, this is embarrassing stuff. Okay, but why is it going on? Jen Psaki admitted as much earlier in the week, Okay, said the Democrats will lose if it's all about Joe Biden. Clip 32. 
Look, I think that Democrats, if the election is about uh, who is the most extreme, um, as we saw, you know, Kevin McCarthy touch on there with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'll say her name, sitting over his left side, then they're going to win. Mm -hmm. um, if it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. Saki sucks. Kaylee was so much better. Biden might even agree with that statement now. Okay, she's flat out saying the quiet part out loud. The Democrats know they can't run on their record. Biden is polling at 39 percent. OK, but they can run on who's most, you know, extreme. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, man, you better vote for us because a Georgia congresswoman who's not on a single committee in Washington. She's going to take over your whole entire life. This woman who has no power in Congress whatsoever. She's not even allowed to add toppings to the pizza when they order out at the Capitol. Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay? I'm sure she's a wonderful woman. I have nothing against her. But this idea that they're trying to run on a congresswoman. Hey, 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 voters, don't go to the polls based on what the president of the United States has done to the country. No, go to the polls on what a congresswoman from Georgia on zero, co you know, committees might do to the country. You don't have a clue. No clue at all. They have no clue at all. Because if you're really listening to yourself talk, really, just really, I want you to think about this, man. I'm telling you because I care. OK, one guy is technically the president. Do I believe Joe Biden's in charge? No, but he has the power of the presidency. OK, and the people running this administration give him the iTunes user agreement. Hey, scroll to the bottom, old man, and click I agree. We'll have something on climate change. Scroll to the bottom and click I agree. We'll have an Inflation Reduction Act. Doesn't What do you mean? It doesn't reduce inflation. Hey, do you want your pudding cup or not, old man? Shut up and click I agree. And he clicks I agree. OK, but understand whoever is running Joe Biden, OK, has the full power of the federal government at their disposal. Democrats control the Senate. Democrats control the House. Meaning if there's anything going wrong in the country right now, it's because Democrats did it. You are correct, sir. But Jen Psaki flat out admitting, we need to make this, we need to make this an election about a congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yo, again, Marjorie Taylor Greene has no power. OK, none. Zip, zilch. OK, she's out there. She's got a media presence and I'm not calling her like bad or I don't like her. I don't even know her. OK, but the point is Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of 435 Congress people. OK, Joe Biden is the head of the whole thing. So any rational person should not be going to the polls based on what someone with no power might do versus what the guy with all the power happens to be doing. That's the point. And they know this. That was the whole point of January 6th. If we have a January 6th hearing, we'll find some pictures of a guy with a Confederate flag. Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted something crazy. Lauren Boebert has a concealed carry permit. Come on, America. What are we going to vote for here? The two people in Congress with no power or the, you know, the guy who spiked inflation, the guy who let the border wide open and got everybody's kids killed from fentanyl. Come on. You can't worry about that crap. But that's what we're dealing with. That's the scam. Carl's on to the scam. Carl's out in Rylander, Wisconsin, and he's been observing the local political literature. Yo, Carl. Hey, how are we? I'm, you know, I'm a mess today, but we're going to make it work. Um, uh, we, we don't yeah. have a choice. We have to make it work. So. 
So uh, last week, I'm on the way home. The election is coming into full swing, and you're starting to see more billboards and yard signs and all this other kind of stuff. I noticed a billboard in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, and it's exactly what it says. Vote for Democrats because Democrats will vote for you. Man, oh boy, oh man. So, so, so here's – at first I got really upset about $19 million plus whatever they spent on Republican candidates. We know they're not going to vote for you as a person. But then as I started thinking about it, with all the contention from the 2020 election, what are they saying? Are they saying they're going to vote for you or they'll vote for you, like <laughs> in your absence? Well, no, no. I want to make the distinction here, and I want to give them credit. They're only going to vote for you if you've already died. In which case, exactly. yes, they'll vote. They'll vote for you. <laughs> they're in voter registration drives down at the cemetery again. But if you're alive, <laughs> I think they're trying to say they have your back. Yes, but sure I, they do. But I, I know it's like. So let me ask you this: Like, in what world? Okay, knowing the way things affect people, what I believe they're guilty of, uh, and I'm saying this, you know, from a good place, is I. I, I really just don't think they have any connection to like rank and file people who are just trying to like put food on a table and raise a family or whatever the ha- whatever have you, because this idea that you can sell anyone um, the, the belief that Democrats are looking out for you after like defunding the police and spending us into oblivion and opening up the border, like I don't know, I don't feel the support. Do you? Not at all. I don't. I don't understand how. General Joe Blow on the street can't see that. They be, we have become so blinded by the main street media. Nobody looks anything up themselves. They just go, oh, well, the media said it. It must be true. It's, yeah. it's crazy. There's it's a very lo- concerning. There's a lot of that. And I have to tell yep. you, it's gotten so stupid that there's a part of me that's obviously concerned for the country. But there's an also a part of me that really does benefit from this, Carl, because honestly, like 10 years ago, I was not smart enough to host a show this big. And here's a newsflash. I didn't get any smarter. It's just the rest of the world got so dumb. It's easy to sit here and pick holes in these arguments, you know. Yes. So I, I'm just telling you, I don't know if you ever thought about hosting a talk show, but don't <laughs> believe me, you're qualified. <laughs> Intelligence is relative. You don't have to be smarter. The smartest guy in a room, just smarter than the guy next to you. <laughs> that's that's the case. That's why everybody wants to be my co-host. They're like, I can co-host this show in a second. Oh, Carl. Good stuff. Listen, man, I'm glad you get it. Uh, keep spreading the word. Uh, you got to let that sign stay up, though, because they do want us to kick over their sign so they can call us supremacists and stuff. Yes. Yep. No, I'm going to let it stay up. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on put it on social media and ask for other people's thoughts. So whatever. Yeah, do that. And then let me know when they ban your account and I'll help you start right? a new one. OK, Great. Cool. <laughs> good stuff, man. See you soon. There he goes. The great Carl in Rylander, Wisconsin. He's in on the joke. Democrats will vote for you. I mean, wait, what? In what world are the Democrats voting for you? Inflation is up 40%. The root causes of inflation, according to every economist on the planet, is the runaway spending in Washington. So what did they do last week? They went out and spent more. That is financial lunacy. And it's not exactly looking out for you. Okay, interest rates are now at 7%. If you're buying a home, not good stuff because they continue to climb. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, then you look out at the border where the fentanyl is causing a record level of poisoning deaths around the country. And now we've got a storm coming down the pike and they want to hoot and holler about climate change. The point is, I really don't think any self-respecting person feels like Democrats are looking 
out for them. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. It's America's number one radio lunch date. Get your hands out of my fries. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Buy your own damn fries. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon on a crazy day. Hurricane Ian. Winds now strengthening to 155 miles an hour down in Florida. The NHC is forecasting a catastrophic storm surge that could go as high as 18 feet. If you're listening in Florida, stay safe down there. We're going to be talking with your Attorney General, Ashley Moody, in the next hour, who will give us any updates available, uh, any type of help we can give out here on the airwaves. Fox Across America, a show that very much plays team ball. Uh, It's our show. It's our country. And uh, today's one of those days, you know, where you really got to sit here and have a little bit of perspective. You know, I was really bothered at the top of the show by the preponderance of audio clips in which Democrats are yelling and screaming about climate change, or going after Ron DeSantis. It's like, yo, have some decency. You know what I'm, you know, you know, they say after th- Thanksgiving, like, let the turkey cool before you're putting up your Christmas decorations. I mean, that's out the window now. The Christmas decorations are up before the bird even goes into the oven. You know, but when it comes to a hurricane, if you're going to try to weaponize your political narrative on the backs of the people having their houses washed away, seriously, let the turkey cool. But we're not doing that right now. It's a disgusting time to be, you know, and it's one of the few goals we have for the show, aside from just finding a way to stay on the air for another another hour. OK, it's always a miracle when we pull it off. <laughs> a lot of money changes hands in Vegas. But if we had one goal beyond that, it was to actually help people. Do you remember helping people? We used to do that back in the day. Not so much now. We're fighting politics with a storm going on. What the hell is the world coming to? Not good. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Get ready for another big hour of Fox Across America. We've got some adulting to do today. As Hurricane Ian bears down on the great state of Florida, we're looking at 155 mile an hour winds. Talking about storm surges as high as 18 feet. Uh, We are trying to use the show as a source of good in this hour. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody will be here to share whatever updates she has. Uh, help the people that are in harm's way. The one thing we won't be doing a lot of is pushing a political agenda. Why? Because there's enough people doing that in the media right now. And I got to be honest, man, when you're watching a storm bear down on land and you're trying to shout over the winds to advance your political agenda. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. It's disgusting. Started with Don Lemon last night. I'll play the clip one more time because essentially what's going to happen in this hour Man, oh boy, oh man, we're really skiing downhill. Uh, Ashley Moody's going to join us on the back end. We've got some disturbing revelations from the climate change crowd, uh, but nothing more disturbing than what just went on at the White House. Biden was helped off stage again uh, by Jill Biden this morning uh, after emceeing a event in honor of the Hunger Conference. Uh, He attempted to thank... Jackie Walorski, Representative Walorski, who, of course, died tragically in a car accident back in August. Uh, Someone the president had signed a bill 
to name a federal building after, somebody the president had acknowledged her passing back in August uh, with a press release from himself and Jill Biden, yet this morning at the White House, asks where she is. Biden's lost his marbles. It's not good, okay? I want to play you this really quick, and then we'll get back into the substance and the climate change and everything in between. But, uh, man, it's tough. This is a tough one. It's clip 22. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. I've lost my marbles. I mean, not good. Okay, this is Jackie Walorski, a woman who, again, he has signed a bill to name a federal building after. He has issued a press release acknowledging her tragic passing. Okay, she died in August, Representative Walorski, great woman, uh, one of the most beloved and respected women in all of Washington. Here's Biden at the conference saying, well, where's Jackie? Jackie here? We got to talk to Jackie. That can't be good. It's not good. Uh, It's a really tough thing to watch. And, uh, man, if you see the other video online, we won't play it. Because there's really no audio. Biden finishes a speech on the White House lawn and he is caught on a hot mic talking to Jill. And she says, you go this way now. Follow me. You walk off this way. And he turns around and looks behind him and shrugs. There's no one behind him. Okay, again, this is the president smiling at invisible people, shaking hands with invisible people. And the folks that want to defend this. You know, because if you remember when Biden finished the speech over the summer and shook hands with the invisible man and everyone goes, he wasn't shaking hands. He was just pointing. It wasn't handshakes. You gotta do better than that. You really do, because the point is not that he was shaking hands or pointing. The point, are you ready, is that there was nobody there. Bingo. (laughs) It's not about, you know, what the hand gesture was. It's about whether or not there was anybody on the receiving end of it. And, you know, folks like to defend this, but man. If you like Biden so much, name three of his complete sentences. A guy is a mess, man. And I don't take any joy in saying that. If I've harped on this a lot, one, it's because I paid attention when he was campaigning in the summer of 2020 and giving soaring speeches like this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. I mean, it's not ideal. Okay, you remember this one? You know the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, it's really tough to watch. Okay, he congratulated the Atlanta Braves at the White House earlier this week. He congratulated them. The Atlanta Braves, who visited him at the White House, he congratulated the Atlanta Braves for beating the Atlanta Braves. He course corrects, but here it is, clip 45. The franchise never quit, never gave in. You rebuild the whole outfield practically overnight, play by play, inning by inning, you grind and you ground it out and you did it together. You made the playoffs and beat the Braves, the, the Brewers and the Dodgers. And then you beat the Astros to win it all, forever known as the upset kings of October. But none of it came easy. People counted you out. Heck, I, I, I know something about being counted out. And, <laughs> and I know in Georgia, you show up when it counts. What? 
we've got here is failure to communicate. A little bit of a mess. The Braves didn't beat the Braves. Uh, if, if you're keeping track, if you're betting these games in Vegas, you, the Braves can't actually beat the Braves. Uh, but it's a mess, and I don't take any joy in saying this. But I pointed out, one, because I'm paying attention, two, there's a lot of parallels between what Biden's going through and, you know, my late great uncle Sonny, who was just the coolest guy I ever met. I mean, really, nobody cooler than my uncle Sonny. Guy lived a really charmed life. He was a, a United States Marine. He was a Sands Point cop for 40 years here on the East Coast. And just the funniest guy you'd ever meet. And just a man child. Never grew up. Was always funny. He's always playing with kids. Was always telling jokes. Always drank a scotch. It's really funny. I've, I don't think I've ever seen him without a golf club or a scotch in his hand. Like to this day, when Lincoln plays high school football, he can't pass a, ca- catch a pass unless the guy throwing it as a scotch in his left hand. I had to tell the coach. I'm like, hey, if we could, uh, <laughs> you can get, if you can get the QB to hold a, a Johnny Wall. Walker in his left hand. Lincoln will have an easier time catching passes. That's just the way it worked in our house. But I see so many of the parallels because my uncle, uh, before he left us, uh, you know, he was retired. He was a guy who golfed every day. And he was a guy who went to the gym every day. And when the lockdowns ensued, he stayed home uh, at the age of 76. Didn't get out of the house for about six months. And uh, by all accounts, the doctors believed that his brain just atrophied. And he suffered a series of strokes towards the end and wound up being in a situation very similar to what I watched play out at the White House, where he'll talk to you in mannerisms that don't necessarily fit the conversation. You know, he'll call out for people who aren't there. Like I can tell you, the last time I hung out with my Uncle Sonny, we were at a memory care unit in Utah, and he was telling me how he was allowed to have two scotches tonight because his mom was picking him up. Now, his mom died in 1996. You know, scary stuff. But when you see the president of the United States, the guy in charge of the military, straight up saying, you know, where's Jackie? A woman he just signed a bill to name a building after. You know, you sit there watching it and you say to yourself, this could be a problem. It's a big problem, man. I'm not happy to say any of this. Not a good moment for me. Not a good moment for the country. But I pointed out because Biden's state of cognitive decline is what's allowing other people to run our government. Okay, this man is not in charge. Joe Biden is the only human being who takes longer to exit a speech than he does to give one. Think about that. Speaks for three minutes. Takes five minutes to get off stage. How many renditions of Hail to the Chief can you make the band play? Like, you know what's bad when they're going to the bullpen? They're like, we, we get another trombone player in here. This guy's exhausted. Biden's not off the, off the stage yet. They have a depth chart now in the band when the guy actually gives a speech. It's bad. I'm not happy. But it's how they're able to take advantage of him. Think about it, okay? You might not like Joe Biden. I wasn't like a big fan of Joe Biden growing up, but I didn't like hate the guy. I didn't wish him any ill will. But this presidency is not his presidency. Joe Biden had enough self-respect. He had enough horse sense. Okay, yes, he was always a dopey guy. He put his foot in his mouth. Okay, but Joe Biden had enough self-respect to know that the optics of having an inflation reduction party on the day inflation spiked by 8.3 percent, Joe Biden would know that's a bad move. Tell him like it is. Joe Biden would know. That you don't get out there, okay, and brag about your economic accomplishments as the stock market is down 1,200 points. But that's exactly what he did on the White House lawn. Biden trots out James Taylor to sing Fire and Rain as your 401k is getting hit by fire and rain. 
Okay, this is how bad it's gotten. We've lost $7.6 trillion in wealth under this president. The stock market has lost $7.6 trillion. Everything sucks in Mr. Biden's neighborhood. It's not good, man. Okay, and you got to understand, Joe Biden would have known that you don't get out there and spike the football after losing the game. But the guy we're watching get helped off stage, you know, the guy we're watching trot out James Taylor, then he had who? Elton John come by and sing at the White House. That guy is clearly not in charge. So when I say, look at this, it's a mess. I just thanked a woman who wasn't there, okay? I'm not saying it, you know, because I want you to be mad at Joe Biden. I'm saying it because I want you to be really disappointed in the people running this government because it ain't him. The stock market was falling, but there was Joe on the lawn. Saying the bill they passed would help me and you. But inflation is soaring And my savings are gone Joe can't remember who he's talking to Joe's a liar and he's insane He spends sunny days in the basement with no friends He's seen Hunter's crimes but the press won't cover them and he's shaking hands with invisible men. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We're going to do a roundup of ridiculousness here this hour. Ashley Moody's coming by on the tail end. She's the Florida Attorney General. She's got some information to share on the storm, which we, of course, are following. 42,000 personnel are standing by ready to restore power in Florida. As we know, there's 270,000 people without it. Storm surges up to 18 feet. We've got winds of up to 155 miles an hour tracked earlier this morning. We're seeing things around 98 miles an hour. Uh, Right now, uh, they're showing a wind report in various parts of Florida uh, on the Fox News channel uh, that I'm updating you from as we speak. We're trying to hold the country together. Today's a day to do some adulting. You know, every day when I get on the air, that's the whole goal of the show, okay, is I'm not an activist. I'm a talk show host. You know, I'll give you information, let you decide for yourself, have a good time doing it. I think we need more of that in this country. J.C. might disagree for all I know. He's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Yo, J.C., I absolutely do not disagree with you, Jimmy. How are you? Buddy, I'm okay, man. Uh, You know, things are a little bit of a mess, but I don't know. I think as a former cab driver, I like the chaos because I'm used to traffic and I'm used to time travelers and wizards trying to stab me, you know? Well, that's that's controlled chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) What we have politically now is a little less controlled, but... uh, Listen, I appreciate you taking my call, and I wanted to tell you real quick that about eight or nine months ago, my brother and I were having a, a, a discussion about politics, and we mm-hmm. try to 
make ourselves as informed as we can possibly be before we formulate our opinion. And he said, listen, man, you've got to tune in at 12 o'clock to 98.9. I said, well, what's going on? He said, just do it. <laughs> so being my big brother, I shut up and I was like, okay. Uh, so I tune in and it's this cat named Jimmy Fela. And from the first, from the first minute, uh, I, I've been hooked. So now I get pissed off when I can't tune in cause work takes me away in the afternoon. So, uh, on the tail end of that, I, you know, I'm 26 years military retired Wow, and there's so many wonderful people out there that, mm-hmm. while I was serving, even now, thank me for my service, and it's not taken for granted; it's appreciated. But I like to pay that forward, whether it's firemen, teachers, construction workers, policemen, you name it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, honestly, the reason why I'm calling is I really wanted to say thank you so much for what you do for our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, uh, I feel like you have a unique talent to wade through all the crap and political rhetoric and basically paint a picture that if you're an individual in this country that at least has a little bit of ability to put one sentence together, it's understandable and we're all more informed for it. So thank you very much for your, uh, for your efforts. Oh, JC, thank you. And more importantly, thank your brother. He's my promoter here. I mean, that's, a, <laughs> yeah. I owe this guy some royalties or some kickbacks. What does he drink? What do I owe the guy? Uh, he's a he's a Buffalo Trace guy. Oh come on! I you want to laugh? Okay, I have uh, Buffalo Trace because I'm 44 years old. Okay, when you get to this age, as you know. People always want a list for your birthday or for Christmas, but you don't really want anything. You know, at this age, I always feel bad. So if you ask people for one thing, you wind up getting 700 of it. So last year, I made the mistake of asking for bourbon for Christmas, and I wound up getting about 7,000 bottles. Like, ATF is going to raid my house like I'm a bootlegger or something. So I'm going to have to find a bottle and send it down to Martinsburg because that's awesome of your brother, and it's awesome of you to say. But all I want you to know in terms of what I do and my talent, everything in between. I'm just a regular guy. There's no unique ability. It's just regularness. And most people don't know how to be regular because they don't come and think like we do. You know, guys like you and me, we prioritize the same stuff. And I think that's what a lot of the media misses. So my superpower, I'm telling you this because I care, is the fact that I don't have one. My other superpower is probably drinking, but I shouldn't talk about it as much on the air as I do. Yeah, wait, listen, I mean, the, the show is amazing. And I, can I ask you a real quick question mm-hmm. before we get off here? Yep. Give it do me. you think, in your heart of hearts, do you think that my senator was duped? And the reason why I ask is, you know, this is a guy that, that politically should be savvy. He's been doing it a long time. And, uh, this, wow. This is, this is what I think goes on with Manchin for real. I do think his heart is in the right place. But I think as a politician, there's always this calculated, this measured approach to everything. And what I mean by that is I think he agrees with a lot of Republican principles in terms of the out-of-control spending in Washington being a problem right now. But I also think there's this have-it-both-ways mentality where he wants to appease enough Democrats to keep his options open. Politicians in a lot of ways are like single guys at bars, okay? They have their sights set on one girl, but they know they might strike out so they better keep the conversation going with two or three others and that's mansion he's put a 20 in the jukebox and he's just trying to keep his options open before his songs run out you dig 
I, I, I do, and and you know, it's 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 uh, it's a little bit disappointing to say the least. Yeah, it is. No, it, it listen, it is. But I think if you looked around the country, you'd agree there could be worse senators to have than Mansion. You know, no question. I, he's he's not the best, but I'll tell you, I'll trade you Mansion for Chuck Schumer any day of the week, my man. <laughs> I'll even throw in a bottle of Buffalo Trace for your brother. Come on, man. Uh, JC, great call. I appreciate you being a part of the show. We'll do it again soon, my man. Thank you so much for having me, Now, thank you, and thank you for your service. Be well. There he goes, the great J.C. in Martinsburg, West Virginia, and more importantly, J.C.'s brother, who's the real hero in that transaction. I owe that guy a bottle of Buffalo Trace. I really do. I need to get some of it out of my house. People are starting to talk, you know? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. I don't know. It's worked out just fine for me. Uh, But we're not going to talk about me in the next break. We've got to go back down to Florida. We've got another update from the governor and the attorney general, Ashley Moody, right around the corner as well. We will do some adulting right here on the Big Bad One and Only Fox Across America. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Big Wednesday episode of the show. We're going to be talking with Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody uh, here in a minute. Uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, here's his morning update. Uh, He's given several today. Here he is talking about the fact that it is no longer safe to evacuate. This is clip two. A storm of this magnitude will produce catastrophic flooding and life-threatening storm surge on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Uh, And the highest risk areas are ranging from Collier County uh, up to Sarasota County. If you are in any of those counties, uh, it's no longer possible to safely evacuate. Uh, It's time to hunker down. I mean, really think about that. You can't evacuate now. I mean, they're in a really tough spot. We're hearing about water surges of up to 18 feet, winds of up to 155 miles an hour. Uh, The point is, if you're in the eye of that potential chaos, you're evacuating your family, you're rounding up keepsakes, you've fled your home, okay? As you'd imagine, you know, some of you sadly have experience with this sort of thing. Some of you are you know, trying to wrap your head around something, the specter of something so incredible and sad and man, oh boy, oh man, uh, I get daunting. I mean, I, it's, there really aren't the right words for this sort of thing. But the point is, if you find yourself in that position, you know what you're not thinking about on any level? You're not thinking about political agendas. Correct the mundo. I bring that up because a couple of clips I played earlier, and I don't want to use my time with Ashley Moody to get into a political street fight. Uh, but there's a lot of people on the left that do. And uh, this is gross. Here is Amy Klobuchar from earlier talking about why this is a, the reason. Okay, this is the crescendo she builds to. The midterms are coming. It's why we need – got to vote for Democrats. We'll stop the hurricanes. That's what she says. They're crazy. They're just shameless. They don't believe it. But here it is, clip seven. I think so many times people counted us out, but we want to make clear we've got the backs of the American people. And while we have clear disagreements, we don't want, if the Republicans take charge, a number of them have been talking about an abortion ban. You guys know that. You featured on the show. That's why we've got to win this midterm. We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. We've got to win in the midterms. Why do you do things like that? You're like a crazy person. Okay, we've got this storm bearing down in Florida. This is why Democrats have to win in the midterms. Wait, what? In what world? 
the Democrats winning the midterms stop the storm from bearing down on Florida or maybe even a future storm? They don't have an answer to that question. It's shameless. Okay, but again, the politics are always more important than the people. When you're watching footage, Amy Klobuchar, because there's nobody on a TV right now that's not on in a split screen. Okay, look around if you're in front of a TV. If you're watching Fox News right now, everybody talking's on a split screen. You're watching Fox Business, Neil Cavuto's on a split screen. Okay, you're watching MSNBC. I've got all these monitors in the studio. They're both in a split screen. What does that mean? That means one person is talking, and on the other side of the screen, you're watching the storm. Okay, as you're watching the storm, as you're watching people flee for their lives, you've got to be a certain kind of stupid, a certain kind of tone deaf to think anybody in that position cares about your politics, let alone the viewer at home who is watching, you know, you're watching 18 foot storm surges. You're not really thinking about the midterms. I know they think you are. Well, yeah, see, it's climate change. Democrats, we care about that. When the Democrats say climate change, you understand what they're really saying. I own a politics to English dictionary. Let me just hold on a second. It's a couple of pages here. Let me go through it real quick. Okay, I'm in the politics to English dictionary. When the Democrats say climate change, what they're saying is please give us money. That's all they're ever saying. Okay, we got the midterms coming, so... Please give us money. You know, because we're going to do something about climate change. We got this storm coming. Look, at you see the storm right there. Please give us money. Climate change is one of their number one fundraisers. They make so much money, so much money, off people who think they're going to save the world. Okay? Some of them are actually just, you know, gullible people who think they're going to save the world. The others are people who it's a branding exercise. Okay, they want the moral superiority. They want the self-righteousness that comes with saying, hey, I'm donating to the cause that's going to save the world. Pay up, suckers. But there should be a time and a place. Okay, here's Don Lemon trying to get your acting hurricane director. Okay, the man who is actually like the head honcho when it comes to discussing hurricanes and weather. Here's Don Lemon trying to force him to blame it on climate change. Guy won't go along with it. Clip eight. You said you want to talk about climate change, but what, what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that, that is happening now? Because it seems these storms are intensifying. That's the question. Here. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event. Okay. On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse. Uh, but uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Okay. Well, based, uh, listen, I grew up there, and these storms are intensifying. Something is causing them to in intensify. Hey, you've got to be a moron. You've got to be a moron. I mean, come on, Don Lemon. This guy's a serious ass. I grew up there. Okay. The head director of hurricanes, he, he doesn't know. Don Lemon does because he grew up there. That makes him a meteorologist. I mean, this is how stupid it's gotten. But why is it stupid? Beyond the lack of self-awareness that makes Don Lemon comfortable saying he knows more about hurricanes than the guy who's the hurricane director who doesn't want to talk about it and says there's no link. Okay, it's, again, the inability to read the room and know that now's no time for your climate agenda. You're on a split screen with palm trees halfway bent over. Okay, there's water everywhere. People are evacuating. There are lines to evacuate tens of miles long. Okay, no one wants to hear about your garbage politics. And again, when it comes to climate change, you do need to understand 
that they have as much evidence that climate change is causing this as they do that the vaccine will stop you from getting and spreading COVID, meaning absolutely none. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Do you remember? This is what they do. It's self-righteousness. It's social pressure. Okay, that's what they run on. How did they sell the vaccine? They didn't say, here's a bunch of data that shows you're not going to get COVID. They said, shame on you. Remember? Not getting vaccines. It's time to start shaming them. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. F*** them, f*** their freedom. I want my freedom to live. No, screw your freedom. You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. We have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. Shame on you. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. That's who they are. It's all social pressure. So much self-righteousness. Hey, this is climate change. It's climate change. We're just about climate change. I don't care if you're the head of the hurricane organization. Climate change. I grew up there. I know it's climate change. They, again, I say this a lot on the show. You have to be open to the possibility that you're wrong. You could be wrong. Whatever your most ardent belief is, whatever your most, your firmest viewpoint is, allow yourself to be open to the possibility that you're wrong. It doesn't mean you are. It just means you need to have enough self-awareness to ask yourself that question. Because if you're not willing to ask that question, you are going to be willing to get on TV and say things like what you just heard in that montage. You are going to be willing to get on TV, maybe not TV in your case. I don't know what your background is. But you're going to be willing to get in front of people and adamantly spout things that are just patently wrong. I talk about this self-righteousness a lot because it's a problem for the Democrats. Here's Rachel Maddow. Okay, talking about how the reason you got to get the vaccine is because the vaccine, okay, stops COVID, which each individual vaccinated person. But listen to this self-righteousness. This is her saying you got to get the vaccine. It's not about you. It's about the person you might give it to. Because, again, vaccinated people can't get COVID. But, again, listen to the self-righteousness telling you something patently false. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug-resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Okay, listen, this is everything in the Democratic Party. They can't fathom that they might be wrong. So it's climate change. So it's you got to get a vaccine. So it's I have definitive proof of Russian collusion. We've got the proof. I'm telling you. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I, I can tell you that the case is more than that, uh, and I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now. So 
Um, again, I think... So you Director have Clapper, seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial uh, and, uh, and is very much worthy of investigation. You are lying your ass off. They're always lying, but they're lying with a level of self-righteousness that's stunning. Okay, their agenda is all that matters. Social pressure is all they have. Okay, that's why you're getting yelled at about climate change right now is there's more social pressure when you're watching people's houses wash away. But it doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. I'm telling you this because I care. Okay, if you're a Democrat, you're not my enemy. But just because you're loud, just because you're combative doesn't mean you're right. And I'm out here in the real world and I know what's right or wrong or bullshit. Common sense from a not-so-sensible man. It's the compassion. It's the, it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the, it's the horse sense of the guy that gets you. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. And as you know, all our thoughts are with the great people in the great state of Florida. Uh, no Floridian more popular with this audience than the Attorney General who joins us now for an update. Uh, Ashley Moody back on the show. Hey, 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 how you doing? Hi, we are holding strong here in Florida. Of course, uh, many parts of our state are under siege from the storm right now. So thank you for thinking of us. No, believe me. Uh, you know, we're we're kind of on this show, as you know, the kitty table of news. But uh, we are always willing to pitch in and help out the adults when they need us. So we appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, what is the advice right now? Are you telling everybody to kind of just shelter in place at this point? Especially in the coastal areas where we're expecting a, a storm surge. You know, Fort Myers is is really suffering right now from flooding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much of our state is already saturated with water, and we're expecting so much rain as this hurricane travels across the entire peninsula. And what is shocking and what we have learned, you know, in more recent hours is that it will stay a hurricane as it travels across Florida. We thought it was going to weaken and and exit the state as a storm, but it will um, carry hurricane force winds all across the state of Florida. So this is truly one of the biggest, uh, most ferocious storms to ever hit uh, the United States mainland. And um, as you can imagine, we have been preparing diligently, warning uh, residents for days to take this seriously. Yep. We're talking to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, who's gracious enough to give us a few minutes of her time. Um, you know, the one thing you always feel when you're far away up here in New York in our position is we want to help. I don't know what we can do to help. Is there anything you can think of aside from prayer and good vibes? That is a great question, actually. Yes. Number one, pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Pray for our state, for our people. Number, their safety is is so important. We can always rebuild. We cannot bring folks uh, back. And uh, thank you for that. Your well wishes and your prayers. But Floridians are so generous, and really Americans. They want to step in and be a part of the rebuilding and and offer um, their help. I am always so grateful to Americans that step in in times of crisis. Not only. In tragedies within our own nation, but worldwide, as Attorney General, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that generosity be exploited and taken advantage of. You know, con men, bad actors, mm-hmm. they come in and they'll set up fake websites, yeah. they'll set up 
fake uh, GoFundMe pages. They'll, um, you know, try to take advantage of people. So I'm always saying, mm-hmm. please don't let that dampen your willingness to give. Just be prudent on the up end. Do your research. There's a tool called CharityNavigator.org. Mm-hmm. You can go to. You can always go to the Better Business Bureau (BBB). Um, all of these things can help you do your research first, make sure it's a reputable organization, mm-hmm. and then donate to those disaster recovery efforts. Um, we're always trying our best to step in and, and go after those that take advantage of the generosity of others, but it always helps us if people can do their research on the front end and avoid uh, becoming victims of that. Yeah, no, I, listen, I, I agree, and you have inspired me to cancel my insurance claim I was about to make. So thank you for that. I kid, I kid. But, you know, it's it's what I what I like to point out in these moments is and and you've seen this and you're kind of speaking to this is that the vast, vast, vast majority of people in this country are great people that do want to help out. They're people who really are feeling helpless right now, knowing what their American neighbors are going through down in Florida. And, you know, as horrific as these storms are, and I know we're witnessing this in real time, uh, there is this, you know, heartening aspect of stuff like this and that people in your position can know the vast majority of this country really is here for you, and we do want to help in any way we can. So it goes beyond charity and everything in between. Any idea you have, Ashley Moody, you have the highest security clearance on this show. You can always call back and tell us. (laughs) Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, our our law enforcement men and women, you should see – when they when they see the state being threatened, their communities being threatened, they spring into gear. They are are ready, able, and willing to help fellow Floridians. It's just inspiring to see. So you're right. Uh, these tragedies often can remind us how fortunate we are uh, to live in such a giving, generous nation that men and women are willing to sacrifice their own lives to help others. Uh, and, and certainly that is all on display right now here in Florida. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, I just listen. I, I stay safe down there. You know, we count on you. You're a ratings magnet on this show. So make sure you're somewhere careful. Oh. OK, I got. Well, I haven't given this for I, highlighting. Of course. Go ahead. Thank you for highlighting the challenges to Florida right now. We're grateful. OK, well, we're here if you need us. Just flash the bat signal. OK. Will do. You're the Thank best. you so much, Jimmy. There you go. The great Ashley Moody, Attorney General of the great state of Florida. You know, whenever you watch something horrible like this go down, it's horrible. You really feel helpless. You know, you're sitting up here in New York, and, you know, don't get me wrong, New York looks like it got hit by a catastrophic storm. It's just New York. But, uh, you know, when you're watching people down there in real time get blown around and flooded and everything in between, you really want to do more to help. And I, I do find, you know, in moments like this, you know, very similar to what we went through after 9-11, you know, you see uh, that there are so many great people out there, that there are so many people that do step up, that do want to be there for other people, that do heed the call. So as traumatic as it is to watch, you know, the wind blow and the storm waters rise, you know, there is also this hint of inspiration on the back end of this and knowing that millions and millions and millions of people are standing by to help and will help. That's why we do the positive show that we do. It's because we know out our core, this country is the greatest source of good in the world. That's why the only rule every day is... We're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go. 
Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. We are, of course, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon, trying to hold the country together on a day where the great state of Florida is getting hit by a historic storm, Hurricane Ian, bringing winds of up to 155 miles an hour. One uh, 18-foot storm surge has been seen. Uh, 270,000 people are without power, but that did not stop the media from giving us all a lecture about climate change. The media is a bunch of losers. They really are, but we take it a step further in this hour because the high-minded commentators, philosophers over at The View have weighed in on Ron DeSantis. The View is awful. Listen to this clip. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps, they will ever perhaps see. He- what a loser. Okay, this is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit by one of the worst hurricanes. Now get her out. Get her out of here. Let's back it up a little bit, okay? Do we have any, any single solitary proof whatsoever that this hurricane was caused by climate change? The answer would be no. None at all. Not even a little. Okay, hurricanes have been a thing as long as the earth has been a thing. Florida has been hit by hurricanes every year. Okay, the last time we had a hurricane of this magnitude, I think people would go back to, say, Katrina of 2005, although we certainly had a lot of flooding here in New York with Hurricane Sandy in uh, 2012. We get hurricanes every year, but we don't actually have any data that says they're worse now than they were 10 years ago or they were worse 15 years ago. We don't actually know that. We've had hurricanes every single year. What the Democrats do is they yell about climate change whenever we get something called, are you ready for it? Weather. When we get something called weather, the Democrats call it climate change. I admire your honesty. That's what we're talking about here today. Listen to it again, because why is she making this point? Okay, she's making this point because she's a shameless buffoon who wants to weaponize the suffering in Florida to push a climate change agreement, okay, a climate change agenda. But you understand these are a people whose emotions are their facts. She's not coming through with any facts. I played you Don Lemon clip earlier. I'll play it again where Don Lemon is talking to the leading hurricane expert in this country. The guy flat out says it has nothing to do with climate change. And Don Lemon says, well, something's intensifying these storms. I grew up in Florida. That's what Don Lemon said. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. He's an idiot. But so is Joy Behar. Take it away, Joy. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps, will ever perhaps see. Shut up. Will you shut up? <laughs> Again, where is the person to get in her earpiece and be like, yo, girlfriend, you're a loony. You don't know what's going. You don't know. You don't know. We don't know this because of climate change. But bigger than that is like people are literally fleeing their homes. Okay, protecting their children, 
facing winds of up to 155 miles an hour. They're not looking for your political agenda right now. They just don't care. I promise. They just don't care. Okay, you know when you're walking down the street, if you've ever been to a big city like New York, there are people with clipboards that always want you to stop and talk about some cause. Hey, you got a minute for gay rights? Hey, you got a minute for climate change? Hey, you got a minute for the rainforest? Hey, you got a minute for the... And you're always like, dude, I'm late for a meeting. I'm sorry, I got to go. In this instance, the people are walking down the street. In this instance, running down the street because there's a 155-mile-an-hour storm coming. And the Democrats are there with the clipboards. Hey, you got a minute for climate change? You got a minute for my agenda? It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. These are the worst people. They're just the worst people because, again, we live in an era where for a lot of folks, their emotions are their facts. Oh, Ron DeSantis doesn't worship at the altar of climate change. Well, I bet he does now because Florida's getting a hurricane. (laughs) Yo, Florida has always gotten hurricanes. They get them every year. Some are worse than others, sadly. Okay, but the fact that they can't wait a day, the fact that they don't wait a week, the fact that they don't look for some data tells you everything you need to know. Social pressure is all they have. Do it our way or you're a monster. Go along with us or you're beyond repeal. You can't be saved. You're a garbage human being. I don't want to hear about your freedoms. If you don't want that vaccine, then you, you know, we got to shame these people. Not getting vaccines. It's time to start shaming them. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. F*** them. F*** their freedom. I want my freedom to live. No. Screw your freedom. You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. We have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. Shame on you. I'm surrounded by idiots. Shame. That's what we're running on. And that's what they're going to be doing all over social media as they're telling us that Ian's landfall in Florida is imminent. Okay? Shame on all the people who wouldn't do something about climate change. This is your fault now. That is a fact check false. Nobody has any idea. Okay? And I I, I don't want to sit here pointing this out all day. What, What I'd like to be doing is hosting a show where we were highlighting efforts in the media, highlighting efforts in our politics to help out the folks in Florida, where we were putting differences aside for something called common cause. Okay, I grew up in an era of common cause. Okay, I was in New York City for September 11th. We didn't run into the buildings here, as my brothers did, who were cops, and say, who did you vote for, the Republicans or the Democrats? They just ran into the building because we knew lives were hanging in the balance. Okay, I tell you that with COVID. One of my greatest disappointments as an American is our response to COVID. Trump fought the virus. The Democrats fought him. Okay, that was the response to COVID. Okay, he was fighting a virus. He was saying, oh, we got you know, to ban flights from China. And the Democrats were like, that's xenophobic. How dare you? There's going to be a spike in hate crimes. You can't ban flights from China. And that was January the 27th of 2020. Democrats continued to hold public events till the second week of March. Joe Biden doing a public event on March the 12th, a full two months almost, after Trump banned flights from China. And then what did every single Democrat say afterwards? They said Trump waited too long to act. That's just how white folks will do you. 
the people who were screaming that he was acting too soon then turned around and said he waited too long to act. Why? Because it doesn't matter what we're dealing with. It could be COVID, could be a hurricane, climate change, whatever you want to tell me. They're not really interested in the facts. They just want something to attack. We need something to attack. If you think back to COVID, it's when this show launched. I was doing nothing but this show. We're doing it out of my house because five days after the show launched, they locked down the world and we had to go home. Okay, and believe me, everybody at Fox News thought I'd get sent home after five days of broadcasting. They just didn't think it would be because of a pandemic. But the point is, we were at home just watching COVID coverage all day, just doing the show all day, saving all the audio clips we'd play onto the air. And I can tell you at the time, because it was an election year, it was so much more important to fight Trump than it was to fight the virus that they just drew up a new battle line every day. Okay, it started with, if you remember, oh, Trump's not helping out the blue states. It's not giving them enough ventilators. And never mind, okay, that we quickly came to find out being put on a ventilator was the worst thing that could ever happen to you because it was weakening the capacity of your lungs and their ability to survive on their own. So sadly, the people with the highest mortality rate against COVID were the people put on ventilators. But at the time, this was the attack. Hey, we need more ventilators. Trump's not getting ventilators. And we wound up within 48 hours with a surplus of ventilators here in the blue state of New York, so much so that they began giving them to other states and countries. Nobody in the media said, oh, well, got us. He actually did come through on that. No. What did they say? Oh, there's not enough hospital beds. It's not giving the blue states the hospital beds. But what did we have? We had the USNS Comfort sail up from Norfolk, Virginia. If you're listening on WNIS, thank you. Okay, Red Cross ship comes up. Sets up a makeshift hospital. We set up a makeshift hospital in the Jacob Javits Center. Thankfully, by the grace of God, we wind up not needing them. But what did the Democrats do? They didn't say, oh, well, all right, turns out we got enough hospital beds. They said, oh, you know, he's calling it the Wuhan coronavirus. You can't say where it's going to come from. It's going to lead to a spike in hate crimes. Come on. Anybody in the media will tell you, you can't call it the Wuhan coronavirus. Oh, really? The Wuhan coronavirus has now surpassed the 2003 SARS outbreak and the number of lives it's claimed. They're under quarantine out of concern that passengers and crew were exposed to the Wuhan coronavirus. And this breaking news just into CNN, the official death toll from the Wuhan coronavirus in China's Hubei province has now risen to 780. Having to deal with it, the total number of deaths from the Wuhan coronavirus, it's now surpassed the SARS outbreak from 2002, 2003. Spreading fast as the number of confirmed cases of the Wuhan virus continue to surge. In a matter of days, Dr. Li Wenliang went from treating patients to becoming one. The 34-year-old ophthalmologist diagnosed Saturday with the Wuhan coronavirus. We have new information about how the Wuhan coronavirus is spread. Good to have you with us. So we start with the Wuhan coronavirus spreading across China. The media is a bunch of losers. They really are because every single one of them, okay, then turned around and said, no, you can't call it the Wuhan coronavirus. Going to be a spike in hate crimes. And every Democratic politician did the same. And every jackass uh, working in one of these left-wing TV outlets did the same. Because what you need to know in today's, in this horrific storm we're witnessing down in Florida, it's so emblematic of our entire politics in this era. Okay, you got a Republican leader like DeSantis, just the way you had a Republican leader when COVID hit like Trump. Okay, the Republicans are fighting for solutions. The Democrats are fighting for power. 
okay, and that absolutely positively extends to their allies in the media and all of those buffoons over at The View. Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We'll be right back. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. Trying to have a grown up conversation about all things America. We're going to be talking with Mark Wayne Mullen in the next break. Mark Wayne Mullen is, of course, uh, down in the great state of Oklahoma, where I will be appearing next week. It is on, folks. Holy heck, it's coming up fast. Friday, October the 7th, I'm at the Cape Brewing Company. That is in Tulsa. We're doing a meet and greet from 4 to 6. If you want tickets, get on the KRMG app. We're doing that with the legends, Levi May and the crew over at KRMG. Saturday, October the 8th, it's going to be nuts, man. Uh, Live stand-up show, 7 o'clock. It's the Chisholm Trail Expo Center. Tickets for that available at TicketStorm.com. You will see your radio buddy, Jimmy Fallon, doing what he does best, uh, which is drinking at the bar after the show. Don't you have any respect for yourself? No, none at all. Not when I'm on the road. Jenny turns me loose, and I just go eat within an inch of my life. It's bad. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. It ain't pretty, uh, but we have a great time, and uh, I love, I love... I'm so excited hanging out with the Fox Across America crowd. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. You know, growing up, you're doing comedy, you're driving a cab, you're listening to other people on the radio promote their stuff. You're like, man, it'd be really cool to have my own show one day. And then people come out to see me. And, you know, that's kind of a thing you, you know, kind of dream about. When you're driving a cab, like, wow, I could do that. And I was really crazy enough to believe that I could. Uh, but I never once really gave a lot of thought to, like, what the crowd would be like. Like, I knew I would do this kind of show if I ever got my hands on one. I just didn't know what kind of, like, a market there was for that. I didn't know what the supply was for that uh, in terms of, uh, you know, audience members who had that vibe. And as it turns out, there's a lot of you, and it's a really cool thing to be around. So if you're in the Oklahoma area next week, whether you're near Tulsa, you want to come out to the Cape Brewing Company, or you're outside of Oklahoma City and you want to head down to Enid and see the champ in action, at the Chisholm Trail Expo Center. Go to TicketStorm.com and come hang out. You'll be as impressed as I am because uh, the show itself, like my actual stand-up act, is, you know, phenomenal, okay? That is a lie. Oh, Judge Janine, I don't need to take this, Judge Janine. And she's just being silly. She was on the show last week. She got the Fox Across America game ball because she was awesome. Uh, we were talking about the frivolous 
lawsuits against Trump by our Attorney General, Letitia James. One of the problems we have right now in our politics is nobody wants to talk issues. It's my biggest challenge. It's why I like talking to Mark Wayne Mullen. If you noticed, the lawmakers that come on this show semi-consistently, you know, every three weeks, every month, every two weeks, you know, whatever the heck it might happens to be. Okay, the people who come on this show, yeah, they laugh. We have a good time. But we go in hard on issues, solutions, what we are doing, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. Because I'm just trying to do a solutions-based show. Like we, you know, welcome any Democrat in Congress who wants to come on the show and come on the show because we want to focus on solutions. And you can do that and you can hold on to an audience without having to be like a partisan pugilist. I don't have to scream and yell all day and get you mad at people to make the show entertaining. A lot of guys out there do, you know, but in this instance, you know, we're able to tackle issues in a fun and engaging way because I care. Like, I don't doubt that we're, you know, 10 years and two contracts away from me being some fat one-note monster who just screams and yells, hey, where'd all the song parodies go? What's what's up with the sketches, Jimmy? You're just yelling about Washington all day. That's when you know I got rich and I'm fat and happy. But the truth is it'll never happen because I'm just not wired to do it that way. Okay, and there's too many fun things to focus on. You know, why would you want to cut out the fun stuff? That's the question I always ask when I listen to other people's shows. Like, why are you so mad all the time? Everybody listening's at work. They're already mad or they're commuting. They're already mad. Well, you know, they're rooting for the New York Jets. They're already mad. That's true. That is true. Okay, man, our teams are so bad here in this town. But it's not about this town. We're going to a quick break. We're bringing back a superstar congressman who is on the ballot now in Oklahoma for a Senate seat. Somebody who has raised a ton of kids, has a background as an MMA fighter, and is ready, who has a nose for the fray. In Washington, D.C., the man is fired up. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Always fired up to talk to this next guest. He is a Republican congressman who is now the Republican nominee for Senate in the great state of Oklahoma. But I do believe he's putting all of that on hold next weekend to be a bouncer at my comedy shows. Mark Wayne Mullen is here to confirm or deny these allegations. Hey, man. I'll, Jimmy, I'll do whatever you need me to do, brother. Oh, I'm you're good. the man. Let me tell you about my itinerary really quick. And I, may maybe... or may have done, I may or may not have done that job before. <laughs> it's a, a, little bit of a little bit of a combat background on multiple fronts uh, in your biography that I am keenly aware of, which is why I have nominated yeah. you for the gig if you're not out campaigning. But I'm, I'm in t- well, I mean, how, how yeah. cool is that, right? I get paid to break up fights? <laughs> that sounds like an awesome opportunity. <laughs> it's, it's better than what I did as a cab driver because I was just getting paid to get punched through the partition. You know, they don't let you turn around and swing back when you're driving, you know? Yeah, that's a problem. No fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to be in Tulsa next. We have two events with two of our stations down there. So I'm in Tulsa Friday and then in Saturday with our Oklahoma City station. We're actually doing an event out in Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, all I need to know from you is not to you break up fights because my crowd is cool. But is there some good barbecue down there for me? Oh, man. Yeah, there is some great barbecue. Uh, and I, I can hook you up online or I can uh, or I can do it offline. It's up to you. But yeah. Well, um, Okay. There, there was, there was one, 
and I don't, I'd have to drive by there to see if they're still open. But I mean, this, his name, it was Stutz Barbecue, and mm. I got to go by there and see if it's still open. It's over in North Tulsa, Ooh. and uh, just some of the best buttermilk pie. Period. Ooh, come uh, on. I mean, it, it, oh man, it's it's awesome. The most consistent thing you can get um, is in in, uh, in 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 barbecue. Um, oh, my mind just slipped me. In mm. Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. You have a Swadley's barbecue okay. that's Ooh. real good, Ooh. and in uh, Tulsa you're going to go to Rib Crib, and they Ooh. have Rib Crib have several has several loca- locations, Ooh. but they're consistent. They're always Ooh. consistent. Their barbecue sauce is awesome. It's called Rib Crib. Oh, I love it, man! I'm not supposed to be talking about this on the air because the wardrobe department keeps telling me I don't fit in my suits. But uh, oh, man, but that barbecue is just the worst. That though. No, I know. Listen, it's all I have in this world. I, I, I'm telling you, I actually get paid in pulled pork. If you've seen me on the air, you know I'm not lying. <laughs> so it, it, well, it, it works out. It's good stuff. Oh, I ain't kidding, man. I'm pumped up to get down there. Uh, we're talking to Representative Mark Wayne Mullen, your Republican candidate for Senate in the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, how is the campaign going so far? By the way, we're for, we're 41 days out now. Yeah, we're going good. I mean, our our. Uh, Unlike the the primary, where you you have a, a bunch of Republicans that are, I mean, from Oklahoma, if you're running for office, you're going to be conservative, right? So uh, you're trying to say the same thing just in a different punchy way. Mm-hmm. And in this election, I'm running against the lady who was who was in office. She she had, she was the biggest upset in 2018 by uh, by at that time. And uh, beating a guy named Steve Russell, so mm-hmm. everybody was floored that Oklahoma lost a seat. Mm-hmm. But he was, she was quickly defeated by Stephanie Bice, who's now the the current uh, member from Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and she's running against us. There's a huge difference between us. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 she's she's uh, pro-choice, and uh, I, I'm I'm pro-life. I say I joke sometimes. And I say, yeah. I'm I'm for babies making a decision to live, so I guess you can call us that too. But uh, <laughs> but we're pro-life. And and then she's anti uh, fossil fuels, and I don't know how you can run for office in Oklahoma and be anti fossil fuels. Yeah, well. um, and, you know she 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 believes the border secure, like like uh, like uh, Kamala yeah. Harris. Yeah. And I'm going, um, uh, it's <laughs> not, you know. And and so there's some huge big differences between us, mm-hmm. and uh, and so Oklahoma sees it, and so we're doing really good. I mean, we're doing really good. Of course, we're still campaigning, running hard. Yeah, I'm not taking anything for granted, but. Um, yeah. We expect a, a good night come November eighth. All right, love it. There'll be a party at Rib Crib if it all works out. Uh, yeah, well, they cater our stuff all the time. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Okay, I like your style, man. Well, you're winning over the New Yorkers too, because anyone in New York who's listening, well, you know, we're on 115 stations around the country, but we talk food to the point on this show that it's you know it sounds like we're at a fat camp and we're just having a breakdown in between exercises. So, the more rib talk with this audience, the more votes you'll win. Hey, if we're talking about food, New York called New York pizza, right? I guess yeah. we all we call yeah. pizza in New York and Chicago. We call it a pie. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I was at an event Monday in uh, in uh, outside of um, outside of uh, Norman, Oklahoma, in between Norman and Newcastle, mm-hmm. and uh, and I ate at a place called Prior Pizza. Okay, it was all brick fire pizza. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with pizza. I don't mm-hmm. love pizza, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with pizza. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, I had I had two pieces, and I thought and I didn't know what type of pizza it was. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. I like the all meat guy yeah. or a really good cheese pizza. Okay. And I definitely don't like Supreme. I don't like vegetables that much on my pizza. Yeah, okay. I get and it. I was just picking up every piece I could. I ended up having eight 
pizzas of pizza from there, and everyone was different. I have no idea what I ate. Everyone was my favorite. Well, lucky. I was yeah, go ahead. Dying. <laughs> no, I was dying. I was I was so hurting when I left there. I couldn't already speak. <laughs> I was, just, I was, <laughs> <but> it was <laughs> great. <laughs> well, well, luckily for you, the Senate race ain't like your fighting days. You don't have to make weight for a Senate race. Oh, oh! If I had to make weight after that, I would just I'd had to go on a. Probably gag myself, I guess. Well, it's a, I'm dying. Well, at least you ate the good pizza. Because something I, I laugh at, by the way, is two summers ago. Uh, I'll get back on message in a second. But one of the craziest and funniest things I saw is two summers ago, when all of that rioting was going on, they were inside of a drugstore. I believe it was a Rite Aid or a Dwayne Reed. I don't remember which one. But they were showing how the shelves were completely decimated. But sitting there in the freezer was a stack of 50 cauliflower crust pizzas. And it was so (laughs) funny that they had literally taken everything in the store. But even in a riot, they're like, I'm not even that crap are you kidding me every other pie gum yeah it was it it was was just funny it's like you know i'm always looking for that silver lining that made me laugh let me ask you this okay you you know you're running as a conservative in oklahoma which yes is a a good thing to be but i would imagine it's got to be a good place anywhere with anybody you talk to when you look at what the stats are right now under democratic rule and it's like the thing they keep yelling about is like ah they're republicans they're democrats are in control of everything right now so when you're talking about inflation if you're talking about the border if you're talking about crime you can't talk about republicans because we're not the ones doing it right i think that's you know I, and I have, mm-hmm. you know jimmy and i have been traveling since we won our primary i've been traveling to uh help in senate races so i've been up in utah i was at adam like last salt in uh in yeah. uh, uh, nevada uh we were uh, uh with o'day um and uh and uh recently um of course he's in colorado uh, we were with uh, Herschel Walker, um, you know, in Georgia, and I, and I can tell you what we're seeing across the across the country mm-hmm. is people are people are or they don't want excuses. In fact, mm-hmm. when you talk to people, people tell us, I don't I don't want to know that you, I don't want you to tell me that you can't because you you don't have the White House. I want to know what you're going to do, which is why uh, Leader McCarthy rolled out our commitment to America. Mm-hmm. And and people are comparing this to the um, you know to the, uh, the 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 New Deal, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and and worse and well the commitment to America is about the American people holding us accountable. These are the four principles. These are the four pillars we're fighting for, mm-hmm. and it's about you holding us accountable. And people are good with that. They just want to know what you're for and what you're going to be fighting for. That doesn't mean that that you got to win every fight, yeah. but they want to know that you're fighting. They want to mm-hmm. know you're in the fight for this country. Yep. And so, and people are just fed up with it. I mean, if you're if you're if any of these major cities that I go to, the biggest issue that people talk about is why why is it okay for uh, for criminals to run loose and and for for the homeless population to literally. Uh, Use the bathroom right in front of you, uh, and needles and drug use running rampant. Why is that okay? And then they think they're going to build and enforce other crimes. Yep. They're going to they're going to build and enforce other things, but they're not enforcing the small things. It's kind of like what what you're taught when you're in financial class. If you take care of the pennies, the dollars take care of themselves. Oh. If you take care of the small crimes, then you won't have to worry about the big crimes as much either. 
That's a great point, by the way, because that's, you know, that was a controversial thing up here in New York. We had quality of life policing. They called it broken windows policing. You know, my brothers were both city cops for a long time. And, uh, you know, the, the thought there being if you stop somebody for breaking a window and you hold them accountable, they're less likely uh, to engage in larger crime down the road. But we seem to have gotten right. away from that. And I think it's, you know, I think when it comes to justice, that's a good example where, you know, the Democrats like to reduce this stuff to issues of race. But it's really just an issue of right or wrong, you know, and we've gotten away from that. So I think that's one of the bigger challenges you're facing. But quickly, I just wanted to bring up since you mentioned Herschel Walker, he was on the show yesterday. Uh, Herschel Walker and I did a dinner together out in Pittsburgh back in May where he was receiving an award from a hospital association that does a lot of great charity work. He was the keynote speaker. And uh, he accused me on the air of eating his dinner roll while he was on stage <laughs> giving his speech. That's one dinner roll I wouldn't be eating. Jimmy. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I can't take Herschel roll. Walker. It's a big problem. <laughs> and I didn't want to like I didn't want to start trouble because I was sitting with him and his wife and our rep from Fox News at a table with the head of the whole St. Barnabas healthcare chain. And it's a big black tie. Everybody's in a tuxedo event. And the truth is, I believe, but I didn't want to put her on the spot. I actually believe his wife ate his roll because his wife knows like he's a workout <laughs> junkie. He does his thousands of sit ups and push ups and everything in between and knew he wouldn't look for it. But I think I was wrongly accused of a crime. So as we're sitting there having this talk about justice. Once you guys get done with your elections, I, I think we have to have broker a sit down with me and Walker so he doesn't kick my ass when I come to Washington. Okay, you want me to mediate between you two? Well, That's listen, the, the best thing about Herschel is his wife. Yep, uh, my great. wife just absolutely adored her, and yes. uh, and she's such a strong um, uh, mm-hmm. individual. When it, when we were in Atlanta this weekend, mm-hmm. and the, the the commercials are just brutal. Yep. I mean, they are so 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 bad on Herschel, mm-hmm. and yet you 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 meet with his wife, and I get that people can put a front on, yep. um, and because it is hard on families, folks. I mean, when yeah. when when stuff when you're getting attacked. It does take a toll on families. Uh, even my wife and I, I mean, it took a toll on us in our first election. I mean, and not really us, but it just it, it hurts. It, it's, it's problems. And then you just continue to salt the wound, especially if you've ever made a mistake in your life. And, and a Herschel is just right there constantly, and his wife is solid. I mean, solid, solid. And to be quite frank with you, when you hear Herschel um, talk, it's not what you're expecting. I mean, he's he's a great speaker, and I don't mean to make that sound bad, yeah. but I just didn't, didn't expect him to be that good of a speaker. Man, yes, when I heard great. him speak the first time publicly, I was like, dang, that's good. That That's yeah, he's that's got chops. Really good. That's not what I was expecting. No, and he's actually – it's very funny. He tells good football stories because oh, I watched yeah. his – Yeah, It's funny because I did like – so they had me hosting this black tie dinner where I'm doing stand-up at the top of the show, and it's a good, easy, happy room. But then he came on and followed it just great. He had a lot of jokes about getting traded from the Cowboys and, you know, had some smack to talk about the winters in Minnesota. It was actually, like, really funny. <laughs> and while everybody was dying laughing, I do believe it was his wife who was eating his dinner rolls. So we're going to get to the bottom of this, okay? You guys got bigger fish to fry. Go save the country, all of that stuff, but the dinner roll scandal is going to be resolved. You heard it here first. Well, but I'm, I've got your back on this one. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to bounce for you because I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to bounce Herschel. Yeah. But I'll at least give you an opportunity to run. Uh, <laughs> no, you did like, a good— Give me, give me two steps. Yeah, yeah, the old— that's, that's good Skinnered right there. Okay, you give me the yeah. two steps. Uh, you might need to give me some time after that rib crib. I'll let you know how it goes next time we talk. Okay, brother? Yes, sir. You're yes, the best. Sir. Be well. There he goes, the legendary Mark Wayne Mullen.
your Senate candidate down in the great state of Oklahoma, where I will be next Friday. If you're in the Tulsa area, get to the Cape Brewing Company, come have a beer. They're going to name a beer after me. The brewmaster said they're naming a beer after me for the event, and you'll be able to order the Jimmy Fallon. I don't know what that means. I don't know what's going into it, uh, but I picked out a recipe that'll be there just for the crowd. So you can get free tickets for that on the KRMG app. Saturday night, you're going down to Enid, Oklahoma, and you're going to see the champ in action doing stand-up at the Chisholm Trail Expo Center. Pumped up for both of that. I am, to be honest with you, most pumped up. Most pumped up about rib crib now. I'm just out of control with the food. You're killing yourself the way you eat. Y'all fat f- Look at you. The critics have spoken. Well, that was different. Yep, lousy, but different. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. So earlier in the show today... We played you a clip from Joe Biden, who was at something called the White House Hunger Conference. And he was thanking uh, the members who had worked on the conference. And at one point stopped to call out asking for Jackie, Jackie Walorski, the Indiana representative who sadly died uh, in August this past summer. Uh, Joe Biden is, of course, sitting with a bill on his desk right now to rename a federal building after Jackie. Joe Biden spoke on her death back in August, released a statement acknowledging her death back in August. I don't remember that ever happening. Normally we're joking when we play that clip, but I do believe that he doesn't remember that happening. Here he is at the White House looking for a woman who died in August. Clip 22. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative... Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. Have you ever had a checkup? Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? A mess. The point is, nobody could let this one go. You know, people look the other way in a lot of White House stuff. Corrine Jean-Pierre was just asked about this by a reporter a minute ago. Here's her response. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room, uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month, he seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what happened? so the president w- was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the Congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, So, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just I just explained she was on top of mind. Don't change the subject. Just answer the f-ing question. Well, it's a good bill. They're coming here Friday. You know, it's he's, you know, just thinking about she's on the top of his mind. The man is insane. He's not responsible for himself. He's in bad, he's in bad shape, man. Uh, you know, the midterms are coming. We're 41 days out. The Democrats are going to lose the House in a landslide. They are probably going to lose the Senate as well at that point. It'll be taken as a referendum on Biden and they'll be like, he's got to step aside. And all the people right now 
that with a straight face are telling you the guy is fine. The proof of the puddings and the eating, as Biden just said, uh, you know, when he was on 60 Minutes, all of those same people will start actually calling for his ouster. And the shame of it all is it should have been called for a lot sooner than this, like all the way back in 2020. But they wanted Biden to run because he was the vessel through which they could get power, at which point they could run the country themselves. Joe Biden is not the president. Okay, and if you don't believe me, ask Jackie. Okay, this guy is a mess. Biden's lost his marbles. I don't know that he ever had them, but I take no joy in saying it. And I don't want to go any further with the politics because we have a historic storm uh, hitting land in Florida as we go off the air. Uh, If you're down there in Florida, stay safe. Know that you're on our minds. Uh, Know that you can reach out to the Fox Across America family for any help we can give you. Uh, But one way or the other, I'm getting out of here. Uh, The show is over. Pay up. Get out. As we say every damn day, but especially today in the eye of a storm, be a Republican, be a Democrat. Just don't be a. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.